Welcome to Different from the Other Kids, a weekly talk show for parents of challenging children. With your host, Angela Sunis, author of the Amazon best-selling book, Different from the Other Kids. Each week, Angela will interview an individual or professional within the mental health community. Different from the Other Kids, Season 2, Production of Marketing Maven Agency. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Different from the Other Kids. My name is Angela, I'm your podcast host. Please keep in mind when you're listening to this that there is a transcribed version of this podcast, book format. The book that we're working on presently is the Natural Alternatives Edition. I wanted to invite Christina here to the podcast. This is my daughter and the catalyst to the project. This is her second interview, and she is utilizing a bunch of natural alternatives it is really helping her maintain some great stability. So she is going to introduce us to what her little regimen is, which is some Reiki, some stretching, essential oils, some meditation. Wanted to say thank you so much, Christina. Recap here. So from the last time that we spoke to you, you no longer even identify with the same human because you, you've come to a different place. You've evolved a little bit, quite a bit from, from where you were. You got involved with the naturopath, who was Dr. Nyla, and she started you down a road of supplementation, making you feel better physically, as well as um, you were feeling very supported by Dr. Nyla and her staff as well. They're exceptional. And then you went to see uh, Rose, and then Rosa started to... Twice a week. Twice a week, yeah. And then she started to really change things up for you and allow you to understand that your physical and your mental are completely connected and if your physical is going to be blocked so will your mental and vice versa well and another a really big thing that i'm just going to point out is rosa never treated an illness she never treated anxiety she never Mm -hmm. treated bipolar she treated christina Mm -hmm. and that's what i think a really really big thing is with everybody is that we treat illnesses we treat all these things and it's like but we're all, like, it's one big thing, right? It's one big body, mind-body connections, everything. Yeah. So, so we've gone very natural in this house, yes. and, and uh, Christina's gone very natural uh, with me. And she, I kind of put her in the position to be able to try these things, and she was getting such great uh, benefit that I ended up jumping in, too, partially to understand what she was experiencing, but also um, there's nothing that shines a spotlight on something that isn't going well, like somebody who starts to do a lot better than where they were. Um, like, like this stuff has, has kind of evolved. So let's talk if we can, there's a, there's a bunch of different stuff that you're trying right now. Yeah. Let's go through them. Let's talk. Uh, we'll go through, uh, oils first. How's that? How have the, not the essential oils, uh, change things for you? And we'll start with that as a and then we'll go through maybe some Reiki and some meditation, and we'll we'll talk about that from your experience. Awesome, yeah, no, that sounds great. Um, I didn't even mention the essential oils. Oh my god, one of the biggest things too. Yeah, yeah, it's a big one. <laughs> oh my god. So I started with essential oils. A very good friend of mine, actually Jennifer Bittner, who was in the my mind, my mind of my mind. Oh my god, I'm gonna be bad with the business title. <laughs> Jennifer Bittner of my mind fitness, who was so lovely, um, in his. two interviews in this book and I think mine's actually just following hers Mm -hmm. um so she did a big talk about essential oils and the power of them um she brought them into my life um just because they had worked so well for her and she had seen such dramatic results in such a short period of time 
Um, so I, I guess I'll just go through kind of the main ones that I take sure, every day, um, just because the essential oil thing is just gigantic. There are so many different essential oils. Um, I do use the essential oils um, that are certified pure therapeutic grade, um, which makes a huge difference because I can ingest these. So I will just say that if it first says for external use, there is there will be synthetics in it. Um, just from a medicinal standpoint for me, I'm trying to supplement uh, some stuff um, instead of an antipsychotic pill. So I do want the purest form of everything that I can get. Um, so frankincense I will start off with is my big, 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 big one. It's like honest to God, my best friend. Um, <laughs> I use it religiously. So the way that I take my oils, um, it all differs, but I'll just stick with the internal usage for uh, right now. So we have these little veggie capsules. You just pop a couple drops in the veggie cap and I take it morning and night. So I'll mix frankincense in an immunity blend that is full of stuff uh, that helps keep all the sicknesses away. So for me, I really think that this has been the humongous component on why I don't get sick and why if I do get a little bit of an inkling of something, I load up on that and oil the oregano and it kicks the crap out of it. I urge you to do just a little bit of research. It's everywhere on what it's doing. It's the god of all oils. Um, if it was good enough for baby Jesus, it's good enough for me. Um, so... It's, it's, oh my God, it's amazing. It's, I've had tested out with some people who do, who also do suffer from a little bit of uh, lowness. I don't even like using those words anymore. Depression, anxiety, hate Good. them, hate them. Good. Um, a little bit of lowness and some days she feels a little off. She did, she tried frankincense for the first time and she was in half an hour. She said she was laying on her couch, couldn't get up. And within half an hour she was up and she felt like something had lifted off of her chest. It's unbelievable. Um, this is the only oil that can pass the blood-brain barrier, which means that it can go into our brain's cells and treat whatever's going on in the brain. So it's unbelievable. It touches our whole body as well as goes into our brain, into the little crevices of everything. Soothes it. Very good. My next essential oil I always use is peppermint. Um, like I said, the liver situation has been very difficult for me and... Uh, before I started with essential oils, I was having a monster almost every day, one of those energy drinks oh. um, that are full of aspartame or sugar or, oh yeah, really, really the great caffeine. for me. And caffeine is stimulant. Excellent. Excellent for my brain. Not. So, not. <laughs> so, um, so the peppermint, oh my God, has changed my life. It is the best pick-me-up in the entire world. I put a drop on my palm, a palm of my hand, cup and inhale it. And, oh, it's, it's harsh, but it wakes me up. Uh, it's refreshing. It's invigorating. It's, oh my God, it's everything to me. It's beautiful. I use it for nausea. I use it, oh my God, for everything. Uh, even use it, I've replaced all my gum and mints, everything like that. So it's, I've, so the third oil that I guess I'd use the most would be Melaleuca. Mm -hmm. um, now there's a lot of other oils I do use for mind mood management purposes, for calm. Um, there are a lot of oils I use for uh, mind mood management purposes, one of them being lavender as well. Um, the soothing and calming effects of it are amazing. Aromatherapy is huge, huge, huge. I just mentioned that I cup and inhaled peppermint. Um, cupping and inhaling lavender it does the same thing, except it soothes. It doesn't invigorate. It calms the nervous system down. So I use lavender for, oh my God, everything as well. It's an antibacterial. I put it in my water sometimes. You can make tea with it. You can do absolutely everything with it, um, as well as it's delightfully smelling. Mm -hmm. um, so I do, oh my God, I spray my bed with it. It's it's wonderful. That, okay, that's wonderful. I don't know if I've mentioned yet on the podcast, but I've been using a lot of the essential oils 
and um, I can't even begin to tell you what a change it's made for me too. It's just a great supplement. It's one of those things that as Christina says, you're feeling a little low, you're feeling a little too anxious, you're feeling whatever, there's an oil for that. Instead of an Ativan. Instead of an Ativan or <laughs> instead of, and I've just recently learned to sleep, which is a whole other story. I've <laughs> <laughs> been on sleeping pills for, since my mom passed, um, for sure. It got really bad uh, for about 18 months, but I'm just getting to the point now where with my health through Nyla, through Rosa, through the oils, uh, through some Reiki and some meditation, oh my God, I'm sleeping. It's an unbelievable, it's, it's like the biggest change in my life. Anyway, I digress. You talk, so, you talk about even since grandma or whatever, but that was even years before that, that oh, you really weren't sleeping, right? It's, for sure. It's, it's crazy that all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, I'm like you're sleeping. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Christina looks at me like, you're now you're now that's crazy now you're just now you're just screwing with me (laughs) (laughs) exactly okay so there's um let's go through the next thing that christina has been doing let's talk a little bit about uh stretching you've got a little routine of stretching and what do you think that's doing for you so again i was just talking i guess this will go along the lines i guess uh, exactly about what rose is doing so i have little exercises that i do stretches that i do i've had to change my relationship i have with the gym um this will tie Mm -hmm. into the exercise component as well i used to go to the gym I I have struggled with an eating disorder 100% both ways being um, severely restricted restrictive of food um, and high on exercise or extremely um, overindulgent on food and no and no to minimal exercise Rosa basically said you can't be going to the gym to try to lose weight I can't be going to the gym to bust a sweat and just you know what I mean get everything going you have to have an intention so you see a lot of people in the gym you're like what are they doing with whatever they're doing, right? And no one really knows what they're doing in the gym anymore, and that's what's sad. So that's what she's been teaching me is with everything that I thought I knew about fitness or whatever, you don't really know anything until you start opening up the body. So you can exercise, you can weight train, you can do all of those things, but if you're not actually activating the muscles that are supposed to be activated... Mm -hmm. And that happens majority with everybody because everything is so tight and condensed that a lot of people don't get anywhere. They end up injuring themselves. So for me, it was not to go to the gym to lift weights and gain an aesthetically pleasing look, (laughs) but to go to the gym and spend the hour uh, getting my heart rate up and then getting it to recover and then getting my heart rate up and then getting it to recover. Just 20 minutes of that and then about 40 to 45 minutes of just pure laying on the ground, stretching. So for me, that's been difficult because I still see people at the gym and I love to lift heavy things. Um, And I haven't picked up a weight since I started with Rosa, Uh, but I have lost about 45 pounds, Mm -hmm. which is huge. So just by stretching, it's again, it's opening up the body. So everything gets clogged up, all of the, everything that um, like, again, the blood flow, oxygen, energy, everything gets clogged up when our bodies are clogged up. So by the stretching, by opening everything, releasing everything and using my breath to help release everything, elongate everything, pull everything away from everything, you get a body that all of a sudden is, is accepting to everything. It works. So yeah, so the main thing with the stretch for, with a lot of stretching and stuff is getting the body back into alignment so all the energy and every and oxygen and everything can flow throughout the body perfectly. Okay, great. Okay, uh, one of the other things that you've been uh, doing that I know is really hard because I've been doing it myself. I think I've been a little better at it even than you. Which is yeah. shocking because Christina takes her her stuff really seriously. When she gets going on her oil, she's full on in. When she gets going on her stretching, she's full on in. But the meditation has been something that's a little bit more difficult. How do you find meditating changes things for you? 
stretching is meditative. Meditating to me is getting your brain to focus on one thing uh, within yourself. So nothing external. So for me, it's just doing a stretch, but activating, say, my glute or whatever, activating that. Sorry. Uh, so concentrating on it. So if I get that muscle to fire and I just focus on that little muscle firing in my glute, just that for just a minute, that to me is meditation because I've silenced my brain enough to just focus on that little muscle within myself. So again, it's not focusing on something external. It's focusing on your breathing, which is one of the main practices of meditation, easy meditations for beginners or whatever. It's just focusing on your breath. So for a lot of people, this is very difficult because our brains, again, we're constantly stimulated, especially people with anxieties. We feel absolutely every single thing that is going on. It's getting our brains to be silent. It's getting our brain, working that muscle to be quiet, working that muscle to tone everything out in the world and just focus on that one thing. It's hard because we don't work those muscles, which is why it's sad. So everybody goes, oh, meditation's so hard. It's so hard. It's like, but it's working. If it's hard, that means it's working. What we need to start focusing on is just being with ourself, right? And focusing just on that mind-body connection. So for meditation, that's my another one of my things that I got to start doing is just really doing a guided meditation. But I just recently did my Reiki Level 1 certification, which is so exciting. And the energy healing, uh, the power of Reiki, um, which is universal life form energy. I think mm. it's how universal life, mm-hmm. life form energy. So, so that's been um, huge for me. Um, as well, and with Reiki, with going through um, a lot of the uh, the self treatments, is a lot of meditation on its own. Um, all the hand positions and everything, you're really trying to stay connected with yourself. Give everybody an idea of you keep trying to get me to do it, and I still haven't done it, but I'm sleeping, so I'm not actually having to worry about it too much. But you you actually Reiki yourself. Tell them how you do that. So for the level one certification, uh, it's all about yourself. It's getting the really getting the uh, therapy embedded into yourself and really knowing yourself and what uh, the energies can do for you. Um, so just this is what I was telling my mom. So for anyone, our simple reaction, human reaction is when we have a headache, we touch our head. Or when someone's sad, you reach out to touch their shoulder. Or when someone's low, like you want to give them a hug. Our, our natural human reaction is to touch each other. Our natural human reaction is to touch ourselves when there's something wrong. So if someone like a little kid is like, kiss my knee. Because they need mm-hmm. that human connection from someone else to make it better. So for Reiki, that's all it is. is I'm channeling the energy of the world and putting it into myself. Or in my practice and putting it into my clients. So I'm not actually doing anything. I'm just channeling all the energy that's around me. So for me, I've been I've started suffering from some severe migraine headaches a while back, and um, successfully haven't had one in about oh my god three and a half weeks. We're gonna high five on that three and a half weeks no migraine. Mm-hmm. That has a lot to do too with a lot of the toxins and stuff that I've been releasing. I think for sure. So yeah, so it's it's something simple. It's if my tummy's upset, if if anything, it's just. Put your hand there. Put your hand on your stomach and take three breaths. Just just literally for 10 seconds, just feel it. Just acknowledge that it's upset and put your hand there and work with your hand and just say, just soothe it. Just mm-hmm. I'm just putting my hand there. I'm just going to soothe myself. That's all you're doing is self-soothing, mm-hmm. right? You do it for sleep too. So sleeping. So um, yeah, so there's a bunch of different, like I'd have to go through, there's a million different just hand give me positions. Just one maybe. Um, but the main one for me is it's called the emotional, um, st- it's, it's for emotional stability. Uh, so you put your hand on the front of your forehead, doesn't matter which hand, and then you put your other hand on the back of your head, 
Um, it's back to the, towards the lower end of your skull, and it's where that little divot pops out. So you just feel a little bit of a different there, and then you put your other hand, and it's like a little bit of a sandwich. So you do put your, keep the hand on your forehead, keep the hand on the back of the skull, and just hold it there. Now, for some people, it can get a little bit um, annoying because your hands are being held up. So I recommend doing that for lying down. It's called the emotional healing position. Mm. So for me, that's huge. So for people with busy, busy brains, with anxieties, with depressions, with um, any of those things, that's my number one go-to. I reiki myself to fall asleep every single night. Um, Not that I (coughs) meditate or not that I even really really pay attention to the reikiing, but... As I lay there, I put like three different hand positions and um, yeah, it's it's mind-blowing. I wake up every single day solid. Right. Okay, no, that's awesome. Now, um, we're I want to walk through some of the things that you're going through right now, uh, which is first one, let's try, um, let's go through exercise. What are you doing for exercise uh, generally? Okay, so Rosa has me on a... So Rosa, Rosa has me on a pretty strict, little strict thing going on right now. That's not super strict for me. <laughs> Let's just say it like that. I have a lot going on right now too, and it's it's finding the the manageability too of making sure you're not trying to do too many things, but trying to help yourself because then you're not really helping yourself. You're just yeah, that's part of our charm is taking on too many things. So um, for the gym right now. Um, Like I said, all I'm doing is my stretching. A lot of that is a lot of exercises. It's a lot of yoga-based stuff, which is amazing. I suggest yoga, oh my God, all over the place. I suggest a slower yoga though, not so much like a power yoga, more of a slower yoga where you're really focused on the breath. Um, But yeah, it's just my stretching. I go, I do my 20 minutes of cardio. It's getting my heart rate very, very high and then bringing it way back down. So for people with panic, um, anxieties and stuff, that's it's essential to us for our heart health and everything because we're really used to going up, then coming back down, then going up, then coming back down. Um, I know you guys know what that feeling of flutter and, oh my God, I'm going to puke feeling feels like. Um, that's a lot for our body to have to process. So it's important to make sure that we have a good, uh, everything's functioning really well in our respiratory system um, to make sure that we our bodies can uh, go from that drastic high to that drastic low. Okay. Okay. And you've, we're, I'm very glad that we caught you actually at this point because you're just starting to change your diet. If somebody's going to try and change their diet or wants to help somebody change their diet, what's the first, what's the first step? So, okay. I, I have changed my diet probably in the last five months drastically. Huge. Like I, I don't binge eat. Binge eating was a huge thing for me. I haven't binge ate. Oh my God. And yeah, probably six months. That's just not a part of my lifestyle anymore. But for me, like the emotional eating is was a huge thing for me. Again, I said I had um, definitely struggled with a little bit of an eating disorder. Um, so nutrition is has always been difficult. Carbs, everything, all that stuff's always been difficult. But the more that I'm reading about stuff and the more the stuff that's coming out is all about the digestive system and how it's linked to depression and how an overgrowth of uh, something in your digestive system can cause like serious, serious episodes of serious mental illnesses. Um, so for me, that's been a big thing, eliminating the binge eating. And I started eliminating, again, I'm going to say about four or five months ago, the processed stuff. So I wasn't, when I was eating, it's not, I'm not going to say I wasn't eating chips, but when I was eating them, like I wasn't eating Doritos or Lay's like I go to a place and get something that nothing genetically modified no MSG like I know where it was coming from and at least you know what I mean I wasn't eating crap like that um it's been a long road 
I mean, it's kind of getting to the point now where it's the last thing I really got to tackle. I've seen the drastic, the, the amount of change in me with Nyla and the amount that natural things can do for your body. And it's like, so I'm doing all these things, but food is the most important thing that I can control. The number one thing that I can control that I can have control over to make my brain well. So for a lot of people, they'll think about it as for weight loss. Right? They'll think about it as, I need to lose weight. You're not going to lose weight if you keep trying to lose weight. It was the same thing for me. As soon as I stopped focusing on the weight and started focusing on just making better choices and started just moving my body and stopped focusing so much on I'm fat or blah, 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 I need to look this way, that that was huge for me too. Um, the nutrition is going to be, I'll keep you guys updated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be difficult, but I'm on day eight of gluten-free. High five me. Gluten-free. Well done. Gluten-free is my biggest. Gluten is my biggest allergy, and MSG is comes a close second. So for right now, I'm just really trying, uh, not trying, I'm going to avoid all gluten <laughs> and all that MSG and stuff. So it, it can be a little bit more expensive, but I swear to God, if you start really doing some research on what's in our normal food, mm-hmm. it will make you sick. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we've done exercise, diet, we've done Reiki, we've done meditation, we've done stretch, which is kind of meditation and stretch are kind of going together, aren't they? Now, the big one, the big kahuna, the big announcement of the day, which the biggest is rant. The, the biggest rant she's going to have, but it's also my, my, I mean, you can imagine as a parent, this is, wow, this is such a proud thing that I think that Christine is doing. She's always been so participatory and always come to her own rescue in so many different ways. But this is not an easy uh, nut to crack, as you will. Uh, this is this is an ongoing thing, and this it changes, it morphs, it does all different kinds of things, and she will not give up. And I've never been so proud of somebody for just sticking with the bloody program and getting up in the morning and trying again. But we really, I feel so strongly that you're on such a great path here of getting it completely gone. But the big announcement and the big, the big, oh my God is Christina and I was very hesitant, very resistant to it at the beginning. Although I knew she was going to do this one day and I was always going to be behind her. Um, I really thought it wasn't going to come until she was 25, which is when they say that all the hormones, chemicals and everything else is a human. uh, That's when things level out. Um, So I thought that it was going to come around that time, but she announced in the fall when she first started to go see Nala that she wanted to come off medication and it wasn't going to be on my schedule. It was going to be on her schedule and good for her and good for her for sticking to it because I was initially so afraid that she was going to be sick again that I really, I it took me probably a week, I guess. Didn't take that long. Two weeks? Yeah. Probably two weeks. But it was, but that was only It's the, only been about a couple weeks that you've really been. Okay. It's only been a couple weeks that she's really been like, okay, because she sees it, right? She yes. sees him okay. So that yeah. makes a big difference. Yeah. Well, I'm, I was, I'm so Don't nervous. Blame you. I'm so, so nervous of, of uh, the past stuff. But I am so excited because she started to come off her medication. And that's with the help of Dr. Nyla, uh, with the supplementation, with the IV therapy, and with the help of Rosa with the, the body therapies that go along with Rosa and the, me- the mental therapy actually that goes along with Rosa and with all the oils and all that. We, we just keep trying to make sure that Christina has everything that she needs in order to make this transition possible. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, guys, and we'll see you on the other side. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Please review our podcast on iTunes. This will help us spread our message and reach all those who need some support. Don't forget to follow Different From The Other Kids on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for all your support. We'll see you next week.
Different from the Other Kids, Season 2, Production of Marketing Maven Agency. And now a disclaimer. In general, I, Angela Sunis, am not a doctor, and I certainly don't play one on the internet. I'm a parent, period. The advice from me presented on Different from the Other Kids does not replace advice received directly from a medical health professional. If you think you need help, I do recommend making an appointment with your physician or other appropriate healthcare provider. Thanks for listening to Different from the Other Kids, made possible with the support of Mind Body Works. That's me. <laughs>